Oh, hi, hello there, boys and gals and non-binary pals. I, I don't know why I was doing an accent there, but you know what? I, I don't know. Anyways, today's episode, we are discussing Miss um, Sarah's with me again, and we're discussing Violet Chashki and Got Mick. Um, also, she has become recently obsessed with uh, the Muppet Show's theme song. <laughs> uh, we also talk about a viral song from the 80s, courtesy of Stranger Things, and we say goodbye to a favorite SNL character that was officially retired. So, come on, strap in, strap on, whatever. Anyways, let's start the show. Hello, lovelies. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Phoebe Corson. Your me, your Phoebe Corson, the host who weighs the most. I'm still workshopping that joke. Join. Yeah, it's not really funny. Yeah, joined by Miss Sarah. Otherwise, you can just call us together. We're known as your cool aunties. That is true. Yeah, I'm the cooler one, though. We'll let you sip our wine coolers. Just don't tell your parents. Shh. <laughs> Where those? Since when do we drink wine coolers? Because we're cool aunts, we gotta be ready to go. Oh, okay. we don't have time to mix our own, and we're too and we're too broke all the time for just for good wine. So we have to get the wine coolers. That is a good point. Yeah, or just my personal favorite: just make Kool Aid and then dump a bunch of Malibu in it. <laughs> that works too. Or tequila, or bourbon. Yeah, or, not bourbon. Yeah, you know, vodka. Or vodka, just whatever, and we can. And we, I don't think bourbon would mix well with Kool Aid. And our biggest investment is that we both got purses or bags and everything that have built-in drink pouches in them, so we can actually have like little spouts where we can actually pour our own drinks. <laughs> yeah. And we always have ice. Or we <coughs> always have ice Chardonnay on hand for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's for cooking. No, darling. It's let's just let's just be honest. It's for our sanity. Yeah. It's for our sanity. Yeah, it's for our sanity. And for some odd reason, we as time went on, we developed this iconic laugh when we're buzzed, kind of like kind of like Kitty Foreman off of that seven show. You know, you know, goes like. No. Or the Wayne's Brothers and White Chicks. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't make that. Because we're so drunk. Because we're so drunk, we can't register our actual what we sound like to people. No, I still sound like the evil witch. We are obnoxious, and we we are obnoxious, and we yell at screens of movie theaters because we snuck our purses in. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> we gotta do that sometime. We gotta go to a movie theater. You know, dude, I snuck Chick Fil A into a movie theater before. I did. What? I was hungry, and it was the dollar theater, and I'm, I'm like, not, I'm not paying a dollar for a movie, and then anything. paying twenty dollars for a soda and popcorn. So I, I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you Chick Fil A. You got my mom and everything. We got Chinese, we got Chinese takeout before. <laughs> we brought Chinese takeout with us before, and our own drinks because she had the big bag, and there was and she had the big bag, and she grabbed a big old baggie of ice before we went in the theater from the gas station. And it was only like fifty cents. <laughs> Anyway, so, how are you? I'm tired, I'm alright. You're tired. We are, we are tired. So, I'm going to start this off because I gave you a little homework on this episode. Uh, yeah. We salute you in this 
Mrs. Rafferty, the final encounter, the last knocker lady skit from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that character has been officially retired, and for some odd reason, I do picture them eventually doing a movie. I mean, she's like one of those characters or anything where you could possibly do a movie around this person. You know, Maybe. Kind of, kind of like what they did with MacGruber and, oh yeah, and Austin Powers and... And, yeah. Yeah, you know, you kind of, you know... You Wayne's could, World. Yeah, in Wayne's World and everything. You could kind of, you know, make a character. I, could, I, could, I would watch a movie Maybe. with this character. I mean, I would. We just got to put her in, like, a real-life scenarios, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, so there's that. <sighs> it was funny. Yes. And, um, meanwhile, I also got to ask you a little side, a little extra thing, because I just thought about it this weekend, because I was mm-hmm. writing about it. The time we're recording is, because, I mean, we never ever you know pre-record stuff one or two weeks in advance but <laughs> so this I don't know is what you're talking about yeah i mean but so um did you catch any clips from the queen's jubilee i'm gonna say no because i don't know what that is her royal highness queen elizabeth of england 70 years of reign it's her jubil- it's her jubilation celebration oh it's the Platinum Celebration. I believe first time in monarch history that they've ever had a plat- Platinum Celebration. Wow. Yes, and um, oh, and actually, one thing that's been, I've, I've this has Let been. Let me guess, she had Beyonce perform. Well, no, she had Adam Lambert open up, you know, open up on the first day. I mean, this is like a four, three day event. It's a weekend event, so. Anyways, but I like was being facetious. And but still, it's it's a cute, but this is cute. This is cute. Um, they did for like the televising of it and everything. They did pre-record a kit and skit and everything with the Queen having tea with Paddington Bear. Oh, that's awesome! And you know what the really cute part was? Was that Paddington and everything? He was just like, "Would you like a marmalade sandwich? I always keep one on. I always keep one for emergencies in my hat." And he's pulling one out, and she's just like, "She's like, I do too. I keep mine here." And she opens up a per- her purse and she pulls out a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, "But I think I'll save it. I think I'll save it for later." <laughs> and then the celebration, you know, starting, and then you know, her butler's just like, "Was like, Madam, we'll leave the party. We should be going. The party's about to start." And she's like, "Oh, do excuse me." And of course, he says, you know, of course he says thank you and of course says you know thank you your highness and everything thank you for everything you know <laughs> you know and then it starts off big huge celebration I, I think that was adam lambert that was opening it up i don't know but then like they started like tapping their spoons on their glasses or anything to like you know we will rock you <laughs> yeah because fun fact apparently i found out about queen elizabeth and everything is that despite her you know how you know statuesque she tries to yeah. be she actually apparently has a really wicked sense of humor. No way. Alan Carr said that on a on Drag Race UK and everything. He actually said that she did that she actually does have a wicked sense of humor. <laughs> because he's performed for her for a couple of times. Wow. Yeah. But I was so I'm just bringing that up because big celebration. I believe there's a lighting ceremony. It starts off where it's like a little lighting orbs and everything. Where the queen has one. She lights the first one. And then they light up. And then basically it's like a long chain from border to border from from buckingham palace to all the borders oh how cool yeah i know so yeah so this is monumentous the first time ever we're witnessing the platinum jubilation <laughs> and i don't think that it can ever happen again well i mean well unless technology helps you know whatever well, but yeah. no but i'm just saying that we'll basically never and, see this ever again yeah i mean in unless Something god awful happened. 
but it would have to mean because obviously it can't happen with Charles. Right. Because he's too old. Same thing with William and Harry. Same thing with William and Harry. Well, Harry's not no longer quote yep. unquote royal. Whatever. Um The grandkids aren't gonna get it. Well Sorry the great grandkids, sorry. <laughs> the great grandkids Harry or William's oldest technically could have a platinum reign if god forbid something were to happen to charles and then william if if william took reign after charles but something were to happen to him when when william's oldest was in his 20s so basically, I mean, we wouldn't see it. So basically, someone would have to be very healthy, be very healthy under high security, and ideally between 18 and 22 when they get the crown. Yeah, so that would have to be William's oldest child. Yeah, possibly. In order to reign for as long as Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. If it was to be in this, like in the generations that we currently know. Yeah, but. I just brought that up because, like I said, it just popped up on my TikTok feed and everything. I totally forgot it was happening, and then suddenly I saw the Paddington Bear thing, and I was like, oh, my God, they got Paddington Bear. Okay, I'm going to have to, like, look that up to see if I can watch. I don't even find... I know there's a bunch of clips on YouTube, and I know... I couldn't sit down and watch it this weekend or anything. I know that there was a live stream of it on YouTube available. Well, I'm going to have to see if I can find it. Yeah, but I know people had had clips and highlights from, like, performers and stuff like that, and the big parade, uh, and the big parade that happened, and, of course, you know... <clears throat> and of course, everyone was out, and everyone was out, drag queens, whatnot. Everyone, um, as many people who were still in the country and able to actually come out and everything, who were knighted as well. So the dames and the the dames and, and the, <gasps> Dame Maggie Smith. <laughs> yeah, actually, I believe she was tied up with something else. Oh man! I believe she was tied up with something else. I think um, Judy Dench was there, and I think Judy Dench was there. Elton John was obviously there. I think well, he was one obviously. of the performers. Um, so, you know. Obviously, yeah, so. Yay! Happy reign, your royal majesty. <laughs> we bow. We bow or to the... We are American. We know nothing of these ways. No, we don't. We would curtsy if we, you know, weren't from backwoods, Texas, and <laughs> knew how to fucking do that. So, and we're dealing with our own problems over here. Right. Because <laughs> there's a lot of white cars out here. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of white cars. <laughs> oh, but it was. I just. Well, I there's ne- a gold one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like that. And a blue one. So basically, it's like our. It's basically like our neighbor's teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, white, blue, white, white, gold, white, white, brown. brown. <laughs> That's how hick we are. That's what people's teeth. And there's only oh, they lost one. One, two, three, <laughs> four. Five, six, six seven. seven teeth. Only seven teeth. <laughs> and two on the bottom. And they don't line up, so yeah. <laughs> Someone's chewing their cream, their corn for them. Oh, oh. That's who drives that car? Oh my God. That's who drives that car. Uh huh. Okay, moving on. We still got shut. Do we have full-time fucking jobs? Uh-huh. 
And we can't afford a And I can't afford fucking groceries. Because he's part of the generation that screwed you over. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Remember, you're part of the generation that was told, get a loan, get a student loan, get a student loan. How many years later? We won't say. No, I'm not going to say how many later. I'm still paying for that fucking loan. Yeah, and then my generation was the one that kind of smartened up a little bit and said, like, "Eh, it'd be better to pay out of pocket. And it was a lot better. <laughs> Boomers destroyed the world. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just gonna say it. Boomers destroyed the world. Our parents' generation is responsible for all this. And we got another new card coming. Bastards. Oh, anyways. So, so that was the jubilation. My favorite knocker lady. No more skits. But this one. Mwah. was perfect and the perfect sign off to one of the best actually you know what's not funny Miss Rafferty uh, Miss Rafferty guess what she actually was ranked one of the top 10 characters from Saturday Night Live of all time yeah because of like how popular she was when Kate McKinnon performed with her I mean she wasn't like the longest one or, she wasn't like one of the longest ones and everything but she was the, one of the top 10 most popular and uh, a lot of people apparently now associate now when they when they see the when they see like a skit or they hear about or they hear about Miss Rafferty and everything they associate they automatically associate her with you know Saturday Night Live just automatically it's like kind of like that okay let it go like an old guy on death's door using his savings to buy a nice car let it go I know a ninety year old gentleman who bought a Maserati that must be nice well he had well he had terminal cancer but. <laughs> Yeah. And he wanted something. He wanted one last hurrah, and now his grandkids are stuck with it. Now his grandkids are stuck with the bill. <laughs> that any poop? Okay, so um, I'm gonna present this to you, and you tell me if you remember this. So, here's a fact. Yep. Apparently, Ed McMahon. Yep. Never worked or made commercials for Publishers Clearinghouse. Wait. That is actually a fact. What? Ed McMahon was never actually associated with Publishers Clearinghouse. But he was in their commercials for decades. Actually, he wasn't. Then who was the guy in the Publishers Clearinghouse commercials? It wasn't Ed McMahon. Who was it? I cannot remember. I cannot remember who it was right now and everything. I'm just telling you, Ed McMahon never officially associated with Publishers Clearinghouse. It's a weird fact. So was Alex Trebek? Wasn't he the one that replaced Edmund Gain? Mm. When who was the one that came in after Edmund Man? That's like really popular. Was it? You wanna Google it real quick? Yeah, hold it. Okay. This is a fun little si- this is a fun little psychological experiment too, by the way, people. <laughs> but this is actually a fact. Ed McMahon never was associated, paid for, worked for, or made commercials for a Publishers Clearinghouse. And we're getting live feedback from the guru. Okay. This video it claims to prove that Ed McMahon worked for Publishers Clearinghouse shows a picture of Ed McMahon, Dick Clark, and an mm. advertisement. However, if you look carefully, you'll see that the text is slightly blurred, but you can still read at 
the ad mm -hmm. that the ad states American Family Publishing right on the video. Mm hmm Publishers Clearinghouse's main competitor. Egg McMahon and fellow Ed McMahon was never a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse, who has always notified winners with their popular prize patrol. In fact, McMahon worked for a rival company called American Family Publishers. American Family Publishers, AFP, was a New Jersey-based competitor of Publishers Clearinghouse with a similar business model. Both companies were direct marketers, I need my readers, who sold magazine subscriptions and other products. Both companies used large sweepstakes to promote themselves, offering prizes worth hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars. And both ran afoul of the law for deceptive sweepstakes practices that caused people to think that they had already won a prize that hadn't been drawn yet or that they needed to make a purchase to win. AFP, who changed its name to American Family Enterprises, filed for bankruptcy in 1998. So perhaps it's not surprising that many people can... can Conflate. Conflate. Conflate the two in their minds, remembering the name of the companies that's still around. Ed McMahon and fellow entertainment giant Dick Clark both worked for American Family Publishers, filming commercials for the company. Though delivering prizes wasn't part of their job. Neither ever worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. Perhaps American Family Publishers has passed out of the mainstream consciousness so people associate their spokesman with the more famous company. What to see the celebrities want to see the celebrities in action? You can watch American Family Publishers commercials from 1995 on YouTube, which features both Dick Clark and Ed McMahon. So there you go. Huh? Would you like to know the name of this little phenomenon? Um, some of the confusion may come from pop culture, which often shows McMahon distributing checks mm. for PCH. Johnny Carson appeared on an episode of David Letterman with a big fake check. Oh. Okay. There, I think. So you got the point. You got the yeah. Point. You got the gist. Okay. Never happened. Yeah. But you remember yeah. it so clearly in your mind, right? Yeah. And you remember seeing his face on like the envelopes. Yeah. And stuff and people talking about it on TV. No. So. Mandela effect. Okay. Well, thank you for ruining the oh, surprise. Oh, I'm sorry. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. Sorry. Put it down. Put it down. So anyways, this, I told you to like two seconds ago when you're halfway reading that article. <laughs> Anywho, so this is called the Mandela Effect. Basically, a false memory, a false memory because a false memory of conflating similar information coalesces forming a false memory. Would you like to know how the Mandela Effect got its name? Nelson Mandela. Correct. What, oh, really? What was the what was the cause? What was the what was what was one thing that people always said about Nelson Mandela for some reason? It was like a common belief for a very long time for some reason. Um, he was in prison mm -hmm. for. Well, you... I want to say genocide, but that's not um, not well, genocide. That's not the right word. Um. Well, you actually, well, you actually study history, so you, so you, so this probably wouldn't happen to you. But actually, a common belief was that Nelson Mandela died in prison. Oh no, he was released. He was released and became the first black president of South Africa. Yeah. And he technically died in 2013, but for a huge majority of people, 
That is legitimately what they remember hearing on the news. Was that he died in prison? Yes. Or oh, what they heard, no. or they saw, or they read in history class, or what they were taught, or something like that. So they, this phenomenon is called the Mandela effect. Um, another small, a smaller version is like a smaller, simpler version would be. Um, uh, let's see. Um, who is Fra Dr. Frankenstein's hunchback assistant? Igor. Wrong. <laughs> Actually, no. His name is Fritz. Who's Igor? Igor is another character that came up later on in another that came up later on and everything and other in another retelling of Frankenstein of Frankenstein and also rewriting in a screenplay and everything for a script for a movie oh. for a blacksmith who helped Dr. Frankenstein construct his lab. Oh. And then because Igor with a Y kind of had the same role as Fritz, the two just kind of merged into one character. Huh. And then that's who we associate as Dr. Frankenstein's assistant. Yeah, I never really read that book, though. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of movies like Young Frankenstein and other yeah. things. Even, like, I Igor even has his own little cartoon show. <laughs> so, but, yeah, that's a smaller version of, like, that's a more simpler version of the Mandela effect. Which makes you wonder, what is real anymore? What did I just eat for breakfast? Pancakes. By pancakes, I mean that hot cop's butt on a plate. <laughs> that you keep drooling over. That you keep drooling over. And that evil voice on your shoulder keeps going, Fuck me! Fuck me! <laughs> I do miss the, the cop candy that used to that used to eat breakfast here. Swedish candy man. Candy man. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing about our conversation about you dressing up as Atlantic City hooker just to be arrested. Um, no, I never had that. I never said that. Um, you said that. Yeah, but yet you still kind of went with it. <laughs> up until uh, you actually ending up in jail or me mentioning that you told him, hey, I waxed. Yeah. Clear for landing. <laughs> sorry, I'm never going to have somebody pour hot wax on my lady parts and then rip hair out of it. I'll just get it sugared. <laughs> Mm. Or they make razors for that special area now. Or Nair. <laughs> Jesus. They make Nair for that now. All I know is shaving down there is not easy. Yeah, like I said, they make Nair for that now. It's just that instead of leaving it on for like 10 minutes, you only leave it on for like 2. And you can just wash it right off. Mm. So that seriously blow your mind about the Mandela effect? It really does, actually. I know, right? It's a wonderful phenomenon in psychology. And there are people who will argue blue in the face that, no, he was in the commercials. Hmm. <laughs> Until you show them the facts. They're like, life is a lie. And I'm like, yeah, it is. So is fat-free potato chips. <laughs> right? Fat-free potato chips. Yeah, the easy way to get slim, you shit yourself to death. Right. <laughs> like... When it's um, sugar-free, uh, you know those sugar-free turtles? Uh -huh. You know I love turtles. Yeah, both like the I animal do. and the candy. Well, yeah. But when you take sugar-free turtles, no. They make you shit yourself. Yeah, they do. Yeah, shit. A lot. Yeah, hope you'll remember to pack your pads instead of your tampons. 
and you yeah. put them on backwards so you make sure everything's covered. <laughs> and you pray to God they have wings so you don't go flying in the air. <laughs> and if you, in case you do, the wings help you glide to the bathroom so you can discreetly clean yourself up and pray to God the inside of your pants aren't ruined. <laughs> Which is why we learned to always put a spare pair of pants in your car. Yep. <laughs> but I'm a girl, so we keep spares. Spare pants underage. and underwears in your cars. <laughs> All right, so moving on to more sickening tales and whatnot. Okay, so there's this guy. His tag is Justin RPG. Okay, he okay. takes Pokemon Fanatic to a kinky new level. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to know this. Okay, okay. It's very clear from my book selection. I am what was phrased as a monster fantasy fucker. Yeah, you are. So, you know, like werewolves and whatnot. You know, <laughs> Do that again. Err. <laughs> One more time. Err. <laughs> <laughs> my new drag name is Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. <laughs> Err. Err. Oh, uh, but anyways. That's so, not even like when they go, rawr. 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 Oh, but anyways, so he takes Pokemon. Basically, um, the dragon type Pokemon, they sit on him, and he does weird stuff with them. Sometimes he gets eaten by them and swims around their stomach. And these little fantasy stories he creates and photoshops together. Oh. Size no, difference, no. being shamed on, spat on, pissed on. I just I'm I, done. That was in my head. I just had to get it out somehow. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, this should make you happy. Um, someone's been editing major music scenes and motion and movies, very famous movies, with the Muppet song opening number. Remember the opening number for the Muppet Show? I really, I really don't. Well, picture if you will that flash dance scene when like he's doing it in front of the whole in front of the whole town and everything. Oh, is it flash dance? No, flash dance is when she's no, on the stage um, and she does like dirty, dirty dancing. Is it? Oh, oh, dirty dancing. Yeah, that, yeah, with the scene in the front town hall, or whatever, where he's like, you know, just dancing and whatever. Well, it, they did the Muppet theme. They did a Muppet theme song to that, and for some odd reason, it syncs up. I, I'm not joking. Every beat, everything, it syncs up, and people are trying to figure out how does this work. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ooh. Are you gonna literally? You yes. just look it up during. No. Look at it. No, we have to see it. We have a limited amount of time, dude. You just want to look it up during the break. I won't watch it yet. I'm gonna Muppet. Oh God. Foot loose. Foot loose. But not was the foot. I thought they're dancing. Oh, oh, well, dirty you, dancing. Okay, I thought yeah. you said footloose. Okay, but I, dirty <laughs> Muppet dirty dancing. This, this <laughs> could end. This wrong. could be so, so bad in so many ways. Okay, fine. Hit play. Uh, I think it's the first. Try that first one. Dirty dancing to the Muppet Show theme. There you go. This could go so many different ways. Is it loading? <laughs> Here we go.
See, it's, it syncs up. Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god. Ah. I'm gonna turn this down because I'm not sure about copywriting. Okay. So. Okay, if she, what did she leap to? We gotta see the leap. And leap. Was this the best thing you've ever seen? It, it really kind of is. It really kind of is. I'm mostly surprised it came up as a first search option. And it's kind of ruined that movie for me forever. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But in the best possible way, right? Oh, jeez. Well, you, you, and, you and Tanya are going to have a bad night, or a girl's night and everything. And you're like, We're just going to start Googling Muppet Show. No, no, you're, no she's going to be watching it so seriously because it just has to be one of her favorite movies. And you're just going to be laughing your ass off during that scene. And she's like, what's, what, what? You're like, I'll show you after the movie. I'll show you after the movie. And then she'll be like, you fucking ruined it for me. Yeah. You dirty bastards. Yeah. Don't blame me. Blame TikTok. <laughs> Fucking TikTok. But isn't it weird how it like all synced up? Yeah. It really <laughs> now I just gotta go in and Google Muppet Show music things to Muppet Show. See what it does. See what pops up. Let's see. What, I know that someone did a few movies, a few movie, a few timeless classic movies, mostly from that same era. <laughs> So there's got to be like flash dance. I believe there is. And there has to be Footloose. Right. There's a Muppet number where that all syncs up. And your childhood went down like the Mandela effect. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it got Mandela affected. In the future, people are going to associate that Muppet Show theme song to that movie. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> what would be scary? As if they went back to the height, to the height of musicals. Uh huh. Where we had. Not poorly CGI cat costumes. Yeah. <laughs> where we had, like, Singing in the Rain, and we had Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and we had Fiddler on the Roof, and we had, you know, we had Fred Ast Like, we had the epitome of musicals. Yeah, and where they actually credit the ghost singers. Yeah. And <laughs> they put that shit to them. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on because we're kind of running out of time for this first segment. But, um. Not my fault. So, what? Well, yeah, I'm not the one who got stuck for five minutes on a fucking article <laughs> when the first blurb said it all. <laughs> not my fault. But then he had to stop and look for the damn clip. But hey. Whatever. It no, was I'm gold. I'm pretty sure it's not my fault. It was gold. That was your fault. Nah. That was your fault. Nah. That was your fault. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't... Hey, I just handed you the weapon. I didn't say go use it. <laughs> yeah, same thing. We can't hug our kids with nuclear arms. But I'm really known for my fisting. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is a little controversy, but apparently it's 
turning into a favor. Okay, so there's this little segment on YouTube that they do um, after each new episode of Drag Race <laughs> called Fashion Photo Review. Yep. Of course, the two hosts can't host it because of an NDA clause. Yep. I.e. Raven and Raja. Um, who this is how the majority of, of surprisingly younger fans know about Raven Raja. Yep. All right. So, anyways, um, so filling in for Raven Raja, season seven winner Violet Chachki, and um, runner up and one of the runners up from uh, season thirteen. Damn. Got Mick, and that got hot. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> and got mixed. So there was a little controversy when people found out that they, that these two were going to host. Okay. It. Okay, because usually in the past episodes, like when these two separately were like guest stars on like other people's like YouTube series shows and everything, like um, like there's another one called The Pit Stop where they basically do a recap of the episode, where they basically <laughs> scratching your knocker. No, my skin's really dry right now, so. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, anyway, so, like, um, when they come on, and unfortunately, Violet doesn't have a filter. And, uh, like got, you. And got, well, not, well, by not having a filter, I mean, like, if she doesn't like what you're wearing, she will read you the house down boots. Oh. And it won't be fun. <laughs> and got Mick, uh, kind of the same thing. Which, I still don't know how got Mick won that, uh, ball challenge on their season I, I don't know how you know it was like the bag yeah. ball I don't know how because it was just literally a bunch of bags tied to each other then somehow strapped on their body oh yeah and it just went up one side of their body and then you know just covered the bits and that was it yeah I, I still don't see how and, and fun fact and everything that outfit actually they had to stop shooting for a little bit and everything to go find that outfit because it somehow ended up in the it ended up in the dumpster because uh, the the crew, um, when they're coming in, like clean up the workroom a little bit and everything, so clean up the workroom a little bit, um, they mis they mistook got mixed out final outfit for trash. Oops. So I don't know how got mixed one. <laughs> I'm just that's just my opinion. I am to it. You can fight me on it. I will. I don't care. I will bare knuckle box you on that. But anyways, uh, but anyways, so people are worried about these two. Like, literally just going in and tearing apart the winners. Like, just literally going in. And Jinx, of course, not being a fashion queen, a fashion queen, they were worried about, a lot of fans were actually already defending Jinx before anything was said. <laughs> like, angrily defending Jinx Monsoon before anything was said. Yeah. <laughs> but, as it turns out, these two aren't really being that harsh on here they're not really being that harsh not really being that hypercritical and everything yeah i mean so far um so far the ones that have been getting boots and everything it's just like it's like well my, it's just like usually it's like the phrase starts off with well you know just because of my personal taste and just because the fit it's a beautiful outfit but it's a nice outfit it's a nice outfit but it just doesn't fit her or it doesn't look like she picked it out herself that's why i'm saying boots and it's, yeah. it's, that's like as harsh as they get, which I am very surprised about that. I was actually like, "Oh damn, these two are gonna rip them apart." And then, and then no, and then like you know, no, no. And but, but then again, everything. Um, but then again, I mean, hey, you know what? Somebody actually mentioned someone else on another channel and everything. Like they mentioned the whole worry about this. They're like, "Yeah, Got Mick has the exact same face all the time 
wear skimpy punkish outfits. That's what got Mick's known for, and that's what got Mick's been wearing since their season closed. And um, also, they and also they and also the same person apparently said, um, and Violet Chachki, yes, she has a flawless silhouette, but it's the same silhouette every yeah. day. Same thing with got Mick. It's the same thing every day. So they can't really go. To, they really can't go against these, go to these winners, and like say like, well, you need to do this. You need to do this. You know, you know, so, but that's that was someone else's opinion or anything. But yeah. I'm actually surprised, and they kind of come to the realization or anything that the majority of these queens, they're not fashion trendsetters, and they're doing whatever the fuck they want, so they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like whatever. And then plus, if they were gonna go for Raja, we all know there was gonna be blood. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so we are going to take a little short yeah, break. Yeah, I'd like to see them come after Raja on her own freaking show. Yeah, on her own show. On her own goddamn show. So, but anyways, but they've been good. They've been good so far. I think that the worst critique was, you know, actually surprisingly that outfit Jinx made. Surprisingly, that wasn't their worst critique. Really? What was their worst critique? Uh, crap. It was like a, it was part of the ball look. Yeah. No, it wasn't a ball look. Oh, it was that pleather runway? I think you saw the. I think you saw the pleather runway, where um, where like uh, she comes out like a like it was it was Monet and Trinity the Tuck. Those were the two worst ones because um, let's see, Monet's was the crowning looks that they came oh, up with. Yeah, yeah, because like I get the concept, but for some odd reason or anything like you know the thing I would have to say that would have made like th- that look on Monet. Oh, I get Monet's concept. I got her concept and everything. And I get the look. I mean, like I'm I'm old enough to remember like you know that was the style and everything. Maybe like instead of like the white, like a different color. When she was in the whole tracksuit. Yeah, the tracksuit thing. Maybe like instead yeah. of white, like a different color, like or maybe like like an orange or like a peach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like that classic, or like since we're going into that era and everything, like that classic, um, highlight, just like classic highlighter colors, like, you know, blue, classic like neon blue, yellow, and pink, something like that. Yeah. I mean, like, so maybe, like, maybe it was like a different color. I mean, like, you know, just not the white, just, you know, for some reason the white, it didn't really, to me, work with that well. But that's I didn't just like me. It at all, but... And then, um, oh, and then the Pleather Runway where, um, Trinity did a play on a puffer jacket. And it kind of made it look like she had like tires stacked on top of each other because that's because how it was cut. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, so those two were those two were like the worst critiques and everything. Those two were the worst critiques. I think with trainees and everything, same thing. If it was work to be more like a jacket sort of thing or like a bolero situation, yeah, like where you could see like a seam like for a zipper sort of thing, then I, or like maybe a little collar flip down just around the shoulders and everything. Then to me, that would have worked out a little bit better. But you know, but those were the worst critiques, and surprisingly, Shinx's homemade outfit actually got a soft toot. Because thanks to Trinity the Tuck for helping her get the fitting right, it actually looked good on Jinx. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So we're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back. Deuces. Friday night buffet is coming soon. The Friday night buffet is coming soon. We just listened to the Rainbow Connection. After your Muppet-inspired trip rabbit hole down in YouTube. What? I like that song. Yeah, now whenever you see Dirty Dancing, you know, you're going to think of... Shut up. <laughs> you're not my friend anymore. I don't want to talk to you. Hey, hey, hey. That was like your two of your best childhood memories merged into one. And for some odd reason, they worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's that should be scarier right there. That's just should be the scariest part. I wonder if they'll do any other movies. I'm sure they can. I'm sure there's a Muppet song that they can squeeze in a flash dance somewhere. That would be funny if they did her on stage where she like pulled the water. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, so hello, boys and gals. We're back again. Boys, gals, and non-binary pals because this is being played during Pride Month. Yay! But anyways, so I found this out. This is a rumor mill going on. I believe it's actually happening. RuPaul's Big Mother, a new Netflix project, Big Brother style show, but with drag queens. Big Brother is annoying. I know, but not picture with a bunch of bitchy gals and challenges where they had to get in makeup and gowns and shit. Kind of like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, I know, but instead they're actually just sequestered to a house and they're not technically judged. They're voted out every week <laughs> by the other queens. And you get to see them living together. Hmm. No, no, no. I might watch it. I mean, come on. You can picture some of Okay, picture some of the... Think of the most entertaining yet annoying queens you can imagine all in one household let's see how they interact i picture you ha ha well we bunk together so i would say you but that's just me i'm not a drag queen except for that one time you became my drag daughter yes that is true minerva rattles <laughs> that's why i couldn't go in there because they would rattle my damn nerves and i would like cut a bitch <laughs> that's what they want to see <laughs> you'd be a reality star with a knife <laughs> and then i'd go to jail then you'd have to bail me out then i'd go on trial and then you'd have to find me a lawyer because this was all your damn idea <laughs> and then i'd be famous like amber heard no that wouldn't work <laughs> well not like amber heard <laughs> Mm. <coughs> and then I leech off your and then I leech off your fam like Amber Heard's lawyer. Yeah, there you go. See, it's a perfect working relationship. Win-win. Wait, would I get to meet Johnny Depp and have his illegitimate love child? Um, sure. Okay, I'll do it. If you don't mind him morphing into his different characters, remember who he's played over the years. Hell yeah, be my daddy. Oh, and then. Especially when he goes to Willy Wonka. Hello, Starshine. No, when he becomes the evil guy from Harry Potter. Hello, Starshine. I said all his characters. I know, but all I'm thinking is the evil guy from Harry Potter. Or when he wants to have a, or his fun, sexy or... date night and he's Edward Scissorhands. No. <laughs> Captain Jack. <laughs> but instead of scissors, they're like dildos. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Edward Dildos. Edward dildo hands. But that would be fun. Yeah. The pinky vibrates. And takes 16 D cell batteries. <laughs> and he's in all leather, too. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe like when he did the secret window and then he would choke you. <laughs> My name is Captain Jack Sparrow. I didn't shave my back specifically for this moment. <laughs> remember how Jack got off the island with the turtles and the back hair? Oh, 
<laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh yeah, now we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So you're not interested. So if this became a real thing. You would would you like? I watch might it? watch it. Just, I might watch at least an episode of it to see if it was funny. Yeah, hopefully someone does a Courtney act and falls down the stairs as they're coming to no, the house. No, I mean I don't find that shit funny. But I mean, I watched Big Brother for like the first season, and uh, then I was like, meh. And then it became a whole movement, and now there's a live feed. <laughs> well, there was a live feed in the first season, and I watched the live feed. But mm. now I'm just like, meh. Meh, meh, meh. I'm sorry, but I'm still going to say that when Courtney Act fell down those stairs, that was funny, mostly because her dress fell apart, and the whole world saw all the front and back bits. <laughs> Jesus. And then um, on uh, Race Chaser, Willem commented on that and everything. You're like, oh, you're probably wondering how come she's not wearing underwear? Because Courtney doesn't believe she needs to wear tights. That's why. Because <laughs> she, I mean, she has awesome legs, but then again, she also has no ass because she doesn't pad. Let's go, Chick Fil Let's go hijack it. Nah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, so moving on, as you suggested. The world is still gushing. Uh, this is from the outline. The world is still gushing over Jinx Monsoon's return to TV, and shows why they won. Okay, we talked about it before starting this podcast. I am not joking. She's literally become a phenomenon on social media, all That's over the world. Because she's still amazing. She is still Jinx Monsoon. Still my favorite. And as I said before, I just love the fact I, all the funny moments. Except for, like, you know, what happened on Snatch Game. You watched the Snatch Game episode, right? Yes. Tell me, was that not brilliant? It was. Oh, but anyways, all the Snatch the Snatch Game episode and everything, you know, aside from that and everything, it's all those little fourth wall break moments and everything where she's, like, lurching around the room like a little sw- like the little swamp witch she is, asking, just popping up going, like, I'm looking for the steamer. <laughs> Has anyone seen the steamer? And she has no eyebrows, and she's doing that. <laughs> she's funny. She's just hilarious. And then, like, you know, breaking... And then, like, we talked... She's ta- somebody you'd want to hang out with. Yeah. Just... Oh, she's got weed. <laughs> well... So mellow. I, we, neither of us smoke weed. I don't know why you act like we smoke weed. We don't smoke weed. But I would like to just hang out with her and be her friend. And I'm just saying she could help us pick out some good weed. <laughs> She said, avid weed smoker. Well, that's fine. But we I mean, we can, I mean, we can finally get an essence of what maybe got her that brilliant, where she got that brilliance from, by being stoned off her asses. <laughs> and then napping all the time. <laughs> Although, you know, she did a thing for a Buzz Pop and everything, or Pop, or, yeah, Buzz Pop and everything. I know, we're like, it was a, it's a YouTube channel where they ask people to come on and everything, and paint a self-portrait. While they answer questions and stuff like that. Uh, well, she made a comment about, like, because one thing that Jinx apparently gets hate for and everything is how their bodies change from season five to present day. They were a thin little twink on season five. Now they're just a normal sized happy person. And then Jinx was just, and Jinx likes to point out that, you know, like, first of all, if you had, that if you had a body like she used to and everything, appreciate every moment of it. But second of all, everything she does, She's a singer, she's a comedian, she's an actress. None of those things have any correlation to her weight. Yeah. And then she's like, so basically, my point is, is that if you feel like commenting about someone's body shape and size, keep it to your fucking damn self. (laughs) 
because your opinion in that matter has no weight, has no reverence or weight to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that too. I love that too. And oh, and she did share one fun fact. Um, Monet Exchange um, hosted her own talk show on YouTube. It was called the Build Series. Uh, for the for like for the build series and everything, um, so it was like a talk show. Jinx and Dayla were guests guests on the talk show. Yeah, they played a game. They played a drinking game, but Jinx is sober. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't do alcohol yeah. anymore. So instead, she brought her. Instead, they brought out her vape pen from her bag in the dressing room <laughs> for her to use. And the thing was is that it went so hilariously wrong in all the right ways. And the Jinx revealed, like, Jinx revealed, like, because it was her actual vape pen and everything, um, um, at, by the second puff, she was high off her ass. <laughs> so what happened was just organic magic. <laughs> and it was, like, one of those shot-drinking games and everything. You get this question wrong, you do a shot. Dayla did, like, three shots. Monet did like four. Jinx did two hits, and she's like, and all of a sudden she's she's flying to the moon. <laughs> she fell off her chair. <laughs> I can see you doing that. <laughs> oh, but so it's just it was just I just love Jinx. Also, just a little side tea. Apparently, people are discovering how sexy Evie oddly is. Because, um, of course, she watched the Snatch Game and said, you know that character she did, the Boogeyman? Yeah. Okay, well, apparently she, Evie did the Boogeyman in a sexy way. <laughs> like, oh, come here, mama. I'll yeah. haunt your dreams. <laughs> like, you know, all that stuff. And also, Evie was the very first one naked in the workroom. And there are moments, apparently, according to Willem from Race Chaser, and I may have you know, looked into this personally myself. But um, if you pause it at the right times when Evie's during confessionals, you'll notice that Evie is wearing gray sweatpants. Okay. Otherwise known as to you and me, the greatest invention on earth. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, Evie, apparently Evie's part horse. Nice. It's, Lucky for you. It's big. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. And she's a top. Jesus. Things I don't need to know. And she's flexible. <laughs> okay, I'm done. And apparently she can do sexy real well, especially with the boogeyman. <laughs> and then like the one there's like she also does another character and everything too. <laughs> so apparently they keep they keep harping on Evie, we did not know you were sexy. <laughs> we knew you were goofy and weird. We just didn't know you were sexy too. And then she's just like this. Yeah, I'm kind of discovering that myself, too. <laughs> because we also know Evie as the drag queen winner whose parents were in the or parents were in the audience and whose dad was immediately labeled as a DILF. <laughs> so it is hereditary. <laughs> Hallelujah. <sighs> I just, it just had to be said. I'm sorry, it had to be said. Okay. So, I guess we'll move on. Okay, so you have absolutely no idea what this next little topic is. I don't know half the Any, shit Half this about. shit is. You don't know half the shit is. Nope. You, I'm just here to listen. You're just here to listen and learn about how I can ruin your child life by mashing up two things about it together. Like the Muppets. Pretty much. And their <laughs> Hey, hey. 
Okay, wait, wait. I just saw something funny about that. I just saw something yeah. funny about that. Okay, what if we go to a drag show yeah. and they're reenacting that scene yep. to the Muppet song? I will cry. <laughs> Laughing or sad? Probably both. A little closer. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> You know you piss your pants laughing at that. <laughs> especially if they, especially if they included actual Muppets in this. <laughs> oh, oh wait, wait, wait! Or they bring the Muppets to do that whole scene, just to do the whole scene. <laughs> yeah, both with the original, with the original music. And the Muppet theme song. <laughs> Can you picture Miss Piggy being supported by Kermit? Like Kermit just being like. <laughs> picture Animal. <laughs> Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth. Beaker. Oh my god. Um, crap. Someone else did something else with the Muppets. They did a beaker. Um... Okay, they did like a rap song, but they replaced it with uh, the Swedish Chef, and then they did it again with Beaker. I can't remember what they did. Oh shit! It's hilarious. I'll I'll, I'll bring Farm probably send it to you later, but it's hilarious. But it's like a rap song. They replaced it with Swedish Chef, and they also did it again, but with Beaker. They're trying to get Animal on the track too. <laughs> what would be the worst rap song? Beaker. Gangster's Paradise? Yes. <laughs> or an Eminem song. I'm gonna tell you the truth, when I look at Eminem, I kinda see Beaker anyway. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> or a five finger death punch song. Uh-huh. With Beaker. Oh my god. Hey, you know what? Let's just go all the way and everything. Let's just do let's just do AC D C Thunder track. <laughs> just Yes. Or or Ozzy Osbourne or Ozzy Osbourne Crazy Train or anything. Yes. Me 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 And then in the middle of it, he bites off the head of a bat. <laughs> or or Pepe, Pepe or Pepe comes in, but Pepe fights his way out of the death grip. <laughs> or no, he bites the head off one of Gonzo's chickens. <gasps> and then Gonzo just, but Gonzo comes in right before he does the deed and everything by flying through the cannon. <laughs> yes, and grabs the chicken. And it just happens to be his wife, because <laughs> you know he married a chicken. <laughs> but then again, what the fuck is Gonzo anyway? I'm just... Nobody figured that out. I mean, they dedicated a whole movie and discovered he was an alien. <laughs> Who loves chickens? Who married a chicken? <laughs> or he bites the head off of one of the rats from Muppets Take Manhattan. Maybe. Maybe. You know, actually, uh, speaking of like a Muppet movie and everything, you know what my favorite scene with Beaker ever was? Uh, crap. You remember the one where we were trying to find a thief who was trying to steal like a baseball diamond? Yes. Okay. It's like when the, the Professor Egghead said that the 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 fence was safe, and then Beaker like and then Beaker's like and then Crab's like his hair smoking, his eyes are lighting up, and then all of a sudden he's like, okay, everybody, it's safe now. And Beaker's like, 
<laughs> we know way too much Which about, about the, the Muppets. Muppets. Yes, we do. <laughs> Even fun side facts like Kermit was actually originally made from Jim Henson's mom's olive green felt coat. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. <laughs> yeah, it was an old coat. His mom didn't want, so he turned it into Kermit the Frog. There you go. The more you know. Where's that rainbow? Do do do. <laughs> the rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. Now, you know, I, now I'm picturing my dream nerdy scrawny guy, and it'll be one of those moments and everything where, like, you know, you're just like this, where you're like this. How do you like them? Do you like six packs or dad bods? And I'm like, neither. And you're like, what? And I'm like, I like them skinny and scrawny. Skinny and scrawny. You're so weird. <laughs> anyway. We gotta wrap this up. I gotta go to sleep. Gotta wrap this up. Our last segment was like 30 something minutes long. <laughs> we gotta be close to that now. 17 minutes in. No way. Because someone had to keep searching shit while we were talking. Anyways. I'm blaming you on that. That's <laughs> not my fault. It is your fault. Anyways. It is your fault. It is your fault. It is your fault. It is your fault. It is no. your fault. I may have put the thing in your hand. I didn't say use it. Yeah, it's not my fault. You're the one made that choice. <laughs> not my fault. It's your choice. It's your consequences. Anyway, so, moving on. Not my fault. It's your fault. Stranger Things Season 4. Not it's fault. your fault, goddammit! <laughs> <laughs> I will put a voice effect on you and make you sound like Medea, I swear. <laughs> Or I'll make you sound like an Austin Powers, or I'll make you sound like a Mike Myers character. <laughs> Anyways, so Stranger Things season four is a killer in the best way running or in the best in the best way. Okay, Running Up the Hill by Kate Bush became a viral song. What do either of those two things have to do with each other? Okay. So not my fault. Stranger Things <laughs> and it's totally your fault. <laughs> Bitch, I will cooch. I will punch your cooch. <laughs> I already said I'm good at fisting. You want to find out? <laughs> you will become my new bracelet. <laughs> my screaming bracelet. <laughs> I'll turn you into a Muppet. <laughs> Anyways, so there's a show called Stranger Things, which I, I know, know you've heard. Okay, so it's set in the 1980s. Okay. Okay. All right, basically, kids um, meet a girl with psychic powers who happen to be a victim of inhuman experimentation. Basically, um, somehow she ends up opening a door to an alternate dimension. Nice. This is supposed to be season four. Is supposed to be the final season. And right, um, I'm just gonna tell you, it is so fucking good. Sounds like my high school. It is like so fucking good. I would recommend watching this. If you could stand watching the horror aspect of it, because it is a sci-fi horror. If you can stand actually watching it. Okay. By horror, are we talking slasher film or horror? Are we talking like The Shining? There are monsters involved because this is like an alternate dimension involved here i'll try it okay uh basically are we talking like horror like freddy krueger or horror like you have to have psychic powers to be able to, to be able to meet this horror i'll try it okay just try it just try it because like uh, just try it there's like one season in there where it does get kind of gross but at that point like gross in the gore factor but by that point and everything you're so desensitized by the first two it you know whatever 
I just like it because it's like they got unique mon- they got such unique monster designs for the things, and that's the thing. It's just like every every villain is a new monster, and it's just like. But so far, season four is supposed to be the last season, um, because and it's supposed to answer all the questions that were lingering and everything. Like you know, like was the up like was the alternate dimension created? Or was it always there? And like all this stuff. And answers a lot of questions about. Um, they call her. Her name's technically Eleven. That's where, That was her sub. That was her like you know experiment number. Okay. Everything. Um, but it basically answers all the questions. But the kids call her L. But they call her L. The, it basically answers all the questions from L's past. Because L apparently has a big chunk of her memories that were just gone. And also who you originally maybe thought were the bad guys. May not have actually been the bad guys sort of situations like twist okay how but anyways and then like um <clears throat> you fall in love with the characters winona Ryder basically revamps her fact that she's a fucking great actress oh <laughs> we knew that and you know and it's just awesome and it's kind of and it's heartwarming too it's heartwarming too because the first season basically they're t- one of the one of the boys in the friend group and everything he goes missing because he was accidentally sucked into the alternate dimension and they're trying to find him and they're trying to find him so it's heartwarming um, it's heartwarming. There's like, and there's going to be some character deaths that you're going to root for, but then they die. And it's just, it's just a masterpiece. But anyways, um, it's set to this because there's an iconic scene in there where right now their new villain, who might have been the ultimate bad guy all along, we haven't had those questions because, um, only part one of the final season's out right now. Okay. Part two is supposed to come out next, like in July. Um, so this big bad guy and everything he's able to attack people psychically and by psychic meaning torture them mentally and then like quite literally their bodies they end up floating in the air and then he basically contorts them and twists them and all that crap and that's how they ultimately die and apparently he has a reason for targeting them because they all feel like you know incredible shame or guilt about something that they've done or what happened to them so that's how he's able to target them and he's trying to do this like get power one of the main characters who you fall in love with, and she doesn't come in until like you know later on and everything in the show, but um, you fall in love with her and everything. She's his new, she's his, she's his new target, Ooh. and she gets and it gets to that point, and there's like a little time limit and everything before he gets it, and like her time runs out, and apparently the kids find out, the kids somehow find out and everything that in the human psyche, like you know, music can you know awaken you know, parts of your brain and everything, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like, especially, like, emotional parts and whatever. So, um, her favorite song is Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. Okay. Uh, so, the whole scene, she's, they're in the middle of a graveyard because she thinks she's about to die, so she wants to say goodbye to, like, you know, the one last person, which was apparently someone who died. Yeah. Um, she's floating up in the air. They got her, she has her head, they managed to get her headphones on and get her headphones on and get her, get the music playing on her Walkman. <laughs> And while she's floating up in the air and all that, and they're like cheering and rooting. Meanwhile, um, Kate Bush's song "Running Up That Hill" is just blaring as she's like, you know, in the psychic world trying to escape back to the real world. And all that's going, she ends up surviving. But it was just like an epic moment in the show. It was like an epic moment in the show, and then like you know, and everyone was just like so godsmacked because they didn't want this character to die. Yeah, and then like you know, with the song running up that hill and everything becomes her saving grace, and then that's how it became a viral song, on because of this epic scene, this epic moment, and an epic TV show. Netflix rated Netflix's best show they ever produced. Yeah, it's it was just glorious. Cool. 
So you're gonna give it a try? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, it does. I'd probably recommend you know watching it when like you have the lights on though, no, just because I know you and scary. Yeah, I'll watch it while I'm at work. Yeah. So, you know, but um, but yeah, it's just, uh, but yeah, it's just. Which it's, sounds weird when I say. I'm <laughs> oh, but anyways, but like I said, it's just, uh, it's just an opposite. And actually, here's the thing: I mentioned to the show to my dad and everything when it kind of started airing. Um, and he didn't think nothing of it. And my stepmom got him to sit down and watch an episode with it because she was going to watch the new season and she wanted to rewatch the old seasons to get caught That's up. What I do. Yeah, to get caught up on it and everything. So my dad started watching it with her. And well, about two episodes in and everything, you know, she's getting a little tired and they're thinking about tur- she's thinking about turning it. And also he's like, wait, are we going to watch the next episode? Wow. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, and she told me this and I'm just like, I have been trying to get him to watch that show for two years. <laughs> I told him it was going to be good. I told him he was going to love it. He loved it. Actually, my mom doesn't like horror shows. Like, unless they're like, you know, criminal. Criminal. Like, you know, yeah. like Hannibal. Like Hannibal yeah. was. And everything. Which, by the way, she was so sad when that got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like with Hannibal. Like with Hannibal and everything. But um, she likes shows like that. She doesn't like it when, like, it's, like, got that sci-fi factor in it for some yeah. reason. I mean, there's some things, like, you know, like classic, like, Star Trek and whatnot that she that she likes. But, you know. But um, she started watching the show. And then she's. And I got her hooked. <laughs> it's kind of like when I got her turned on to Drag Race and everything. Like we watched one episode, and all of a sudden she's just like, "We watched one episode, and all of a sudden she's like, let's watch the other one." Hey, she's like, "Wait, wait, pause. Bathroom break. Soda. Bathroom break. I'm gonna grab some sodas. Pop more popcorn. We're gonna watch it." And when next thing you know, we end up binge watching half of season six. <laughs> and she's like, "Bianca is my favorite." And then like several seasons later, now Bianca's still my favorite. She's still my favorite. <laughs> I'm like, go, mom. <laughs> okay, other TV news. Um, Discovery Plus. Okay, Trixie Motel is coming to Discovery Plus. Trixie Motel? Motel. Drag Queen and Se- All-Stars winner season Not three. Not Trixie Motel? Trixie Motel. It, it shows called Trixie Motel because Trixie is building and opening a motel. Well, okay then gonna be Pepto-Bismol, pink, everything. Just uh, your whole retro motel fantasy. She basically sunk a chunk of her life savings into this little project and everything. She she kind of, because like apparently over the years, uh, because she travels a lot and everything, she kind of made it like a joke and everything. Like, okay, like, you know, if we go back in time, like, if we went back in like, you know, the 60s and the 70s, or the era where Trixie, where Trixie Mattel would have lived in and everything, this is what the dream motel stops would be on the tour. So she's turning that fantasy into reality, and Discovery Plus picked it up and is giving her a show. And a very big tax write-off. Possibly. Uh, who cares? <laughs> but anyway, so so where's it gonna be? Okay, um, okay, that I haven't quite figured out yet. Cause were, everyone like, cause like everyone like in the drag race world, they knew about it and everything. But you know, the details get like released actually on the show. I mean, like Katya and like you know her close so friends. So is this like <clears throat> one of our vacation destinations where we could go and stay there? I don't know if we ever go to Pasadena, California. I think that's where it is at actually. Uh, but uh, well, hey, Pasadena where they set Big Bang Theory. Eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah, but I would want to meet the people from Big Bang Theory. I don't know. Me, I'm, me, I'm like, you know, I think she lives in L.A., so not that far from Pasadena. <laughs> but then, yeah, we're from Texas and everything. We don't think the Panhandle's that far from us where we're at right now. That's true. 
I mean, when we look at it on a map and we realize it actually is a really far away, like an eight, 12 hour drive away. Okay, but see, where we live, <laughs> it takes us eight hours, hours just to, to get, get to the coast. coast. <laughs> or to get anywhere out of state, it takes us eight hours. No matter which direction we go, it takes us eight hours to get the fuck out of the state. So basically, this is a this is a drop in a bucket trip. So, yeah. but if we're going to fucking California, I'm sorry, I love to drive and I love road trips, but I'm not driving to California. <laughs> Maybe if we rent a bus and get a driver for it, <laughs> but not like a bus, like an actual like RV bus or anything, so we have a place to nap. Oh, like you know, like we're gonna be like, oh, see that? I, no, I'm not driving that. No, I mean like you know, like that way, like you know, like it might take a day or two to get there, but we'll get there and we'll have a place to sleep. Yeah, on the road. Oh, but anyway, so that's what Trixie Mattel is doing. Um, I think it's already out right now on Discovery Plus. Which, I don't have Discovery Plus. Yeah, I. I don't think I have. Do you have Discovery Plus? I did. You know what? This I did it for the stupidest reason. Um, because um, that's the only streaming app and everything I could find that has the you know the you know that sh- that show we both fell in love with the Animal Planet the uh, the aquarium. Yes. Yeah, that's the. That's why I have Animal Planet. Yeah, well, you know, on Discovery Plus, you get Animal Planet and everything else they're affiliated with. Also, Lifetime is shit. Oh. So, it's... it's No, I don't have Discovery It's on the Discovery Plus. Channel, basically, but, you know, so, but, yeah. Hey, it beats that HG stars that destroyed Waco, Texas. Right? We don't <laughs> like them. No, we do not. Fucked up downtown. <sighs> Seriously, who wants to pay ten bucks for an okay donut? <laughs> Everybody that's not from Wiku. I know, and that's where they, that's the only place they stop at when meanwhile you go across the highway. Wow, there's an entire city there. And you know what? If you want something that's even better than freaking donuts. What? Jam down the highway. Mm-hmm. Go to fucking West. There you go. Get some kolaches. There you go, kolaches. Okay, I don't want kolaches. What do you, do you prefer the sausage, the sausage ones, or the fruit ones? Sausage. Okay, I kind of prefer the. Well, fruit. I like I like the sausage ones as long mm. as it's the sausage link, no cheese, mm. and no other leek sauerkraut or added whatever, because I like the bread and I like the sausage. Mm. But I will eat the cream cheese ones. But I don't I don't like jellied fruit. Yeah, I'm I, weird. You know, honestly, there was a place. There was a place like there was a place. Their fresh breads, like mm-hmm. their banana nut bread, and their mm-hmm. like all of their yummy breads. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, too you know, yummy. You know, actually, you know, my favorite kolache I've ever had was like um, it was like a cherry cheesecake kolache. There was a place near where we were at that used to be where we're at, like yeah, you know, here yeah. we're at and everything. There was a place that was like one of their specialties. It was like a cherry cheesecake one, and cherry cheesecake one. It was, but it was basically just a cream cheese, and then they put the cherries in it, and then. You know, they baked it, and they put, like, a strudel topping on it and yeah. everything. That was so fucking good. Now, if you want to go, like, where would, to, um, past the bakery. Uh-huh. That's right on the highway. Mm-hmm. At the light, and go right. Mm-hmm. There is a smaller, lesser-known baker. Mm-hmm. Who does cinnamon rolls. Ooh. And they are. Are these the giant ones? Yes. <laughs> like, big as your face. You know what we need to do? We Go need... to West and, you know, get diabetic? Well, that. But also, I was going to say, we need to go to Round Rock because there is a donut shop that does those 
the yes. yeah that does like the pizza size the one pound donut yeah the one pound donut and they also do the one pound cinnamon oh and there's also another place near it where they do the giant cinnamon rolls like they do they do homemade giant cinnamon rolls and everything with their icing and everything and you can get like a dozen for like i don't know maybe 20 bucks i'm already diabetic from that you are willing to lose a foot for that maybe <laughs> but they had a turtle I think, I want to say it was a turtle cinnamon roll. I don't know, but it had, it was like mm-hmm. to die for. Mm-hmm. And it was, I swear it was like this big. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a friend that lived in West that I worked with. And she, every once in a while she would bring me a cinnamon roll to work. Oh my goodness. It was before I worked. And it was when I worked in um, rehab. Mm-hmm. Worked, not went. <laughs> Very different. Although your mom thinks. <laughs> Yeah. Well, honey, I didn't talk to you for like three days that one week. I wasn't in rehab, Mom. I was on vacation. <laughs> but, oh, my God, they were like this big. <laughs> and I had pecans. And I had By the way, just so you know, the size she was referencing is about the size of a medium cat. Yeah, it, it's a good, like, <laughs> four by four. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that same donut place, they also do also have their own cinnamon roll and everything. And they dip it in their honey glaze. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know. Okay. I guess oh. Okay, last topic, last topic right here. And okay, so anyways. All I see is tortilla challenge. The tortilla challenge, it is so dumb, it's brilliant. Okay, this has been Are we throwing tortillas at people? Well, here's what you do. You heat them you, up and you throw them at people? No, you fill you drink you get a drink of water in your mouth and you hold it. And then it's kinda of like a game and you slap each other with a tortilla. And the first person to spit out their water lose <laughs> i would lose because i'd start laughing yeah and then like you know people and then the thing is and or i'd swallow it because <laughs> i'd like to <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't have to do the dirty jokes when you do them for me <laughs> oh yeah yeah out. yeah hey you suck and swallow <laughs> so if she was an austin powers villain maiden named spitz Sarah Swallows, maiden name Spitz. Which is it, baby? Spitz or Swallows? <laughs> Depends on the man. <laughs> and whether or not he had pineapple. In which exactly. case, yes, please. <laughs> exactly. Here's a donut, glaze it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it gets out, you get, it falls on your back, sticks your legs out, or glaze this donut. <laughs> Would you like a little cinnamon on there? I, in this case, I like it a little spicy. Ooh, I bet that burns. You know, that would burn. Probably like, you know, maybe that peppermint numbing spritz. God, that makes me burn just thinking about having <laughs> cinnamon down there. Oh. <laughs> now you feel like you got ants in your pants? Yes. And not in a good way. I know. Don't you hate it when they crawl up like in the... Like, my lip- whole upper half is already burning. I don't need to be adding cinnamon to things. Yeah, now I'm thinking... Now I got that song by Dolly Parton. Baby, I'm burning. Out of control. And you're really saying, No, I'm really burning. I'm burning. <laughs> Get that shit off of me! <laughs> you just run outside, grab the garden hose, and scare the crap out of the neighbor kids. <laughs> It'd be like a bridesmaids and everything, you know, get diarrhea and you're in the giant expensive ball gown, you know, and you're going to the street like, oh no, it's happening, it's happening, and then you just have to squat in the middle of the street. It's happening. <laughs> and I'll be like over there in the corner, you're really doing it, aren't you? 
You're shitting in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and then I end up driving us back to your place. And I'm like, oh, come, and like, come on, it wasn't that bad. And all of a sudden, like, I start pulling over. It wasn't that, it was And I just run out the car. And I was like, you just hear me retch. And I come back in. And I look like I'm haggard. I'm like, it wasn't that bad. Get out of the car again. <laughs> Oh, hell, I'd be begging and everything. I'd be hopping up on the toilet and everything. Oh, my God, it's coming out like lava. <laughs> Look away. <laughs> Look away. <laughs> don't do it. How do we spend, like, three or four days at a time together? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I, I don't get it either. I don't get Well, there's usually alcohol involved. There's usually a lot of alcohol involved. And we usually end up ball gazing. I mean, people watching. <laughs> 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 and we pray to God, and we usually pray that to God before going get... to the beach that yeah. you know that that you know we run into some guys from Australia because you know they don't really wear board shorts there; they wear budgie smugglers, otherwise known as speedos. <laughs> and we pray to God a whole slew of them come running by. Yeah, but when we pray, we pray to the wrong God because those are not the ones that we see in speedos. I know. So I think we should start pointing downward to the ground. <laughs> Make a blood sacrifice and say, hey, Red. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, oh, yeah, you remember that? Hey, girl. That's Lucy with an eye and fur. <laughs> I'm sorry, Leslie Jordan or anything. I need help. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, do we have time for another? Is that my camera? <laughs> Gentlemen, start your engines. May the best woman win. They say drag queen now. <laughs> yeah, we're totally off the topic. We're going to hell. So, anyways, the tortilla challenge. First person okay. to laugh and spit Can out the blood. Can I slap you with some tortillas? You say like that's the worst thing I've been slapped in the face with. I've been slapped in the face with tortillas, no. a breadstick, pancakes, and these are all euphemisms for dirty bits. <laughs> Flapjacks. God damn it. Flapjacks, jelly rolls. <laughs> jelly rolls. <laughs> and I'm out. So y'all have a good day. And that was our podcast. <laughs> oh, bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, but do we have time for one more? Oh, shit. Is <laughs> that my camera? Okay, I'm seriously, bye. <laughs> well, there, that concludes this episode. I, I don't know. I think the accent's sticking. What y'all think? <laughs> but wasn't that kind of a fun episode? Or did we blow your minds? Especially with the Ed McMahon thing. Anyways, um, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. As always, um, we only ask that you give us a good rating or review on whatever streaming app you're on. Um, also, like, share, help us boost this podcast and get it to the ears shore to shore. Because you know what? Here at this podcast, we say gay. Say it with me again. Gay. Okay, see you next time.